So welcome to another episode of Morg Reads His Own Tweets Out Loud. This is the podcast where I read my own tweets out loud. I've missed a few weeks because Twitter is mostly bad for my mental health, but um, one of the things that it is often good for, one of the things that I've treasured about New Zealand Twitter is people sharing uh, stuff from their lives. So this tweet, um, this was tweeted on the 12th of August, 2022, 3.43pm by me, our dear and lovely May the dog has died. We are very sad. But there is plenty of laughter as we remember all the ridiculous things she did to brighten our lives. Thank you to everyone who knew May and made her life richer. So that was that was a tweet that I did to break the news about our poor dog who's um, turned up on my Twitter a few times doing stupid things. Um, I'm sitting at home during the day as I do and in the chair where I, I, I do my work and to my left is May's bed and she's not in it of course and it does feel strange it feels um It's going to take a bit of getting used to. May came into our lives as a uh, four-year-old dog. She um, she turned up on Trade Me. She needed to be rehomed. And she came to us uh, um, limited. She had never been mistreated, but she was... Um, she was a bit of an innocent dog and she'd not been exposed to people and other dogs and other things. She was frightened of cars. She was frightened of other people, especially in groups. She was frightened of other dogs. We got a, um, a dog specialist from Canine Solutions. Came and talked to us about May and helped us figure out a plan to integrate her into our, into our lives and um part of that was taking her to their daycare facility a lot which we did to get her used to dogs and get her dog social iq up and um for the first couple of weeks she was so frightened they they put her in with the puppies and um she built up her confidence from there we did a lot of training for her she didn't know how to sit she didn't know how to do anything really but um she quickly bonded with our family particularly with our our daughter who was about the same age as may 
and um, and she became a real fixture in our lives. I took her walking every day. She got two walks a day. Over the years of her life, I did I did the vast majority of those walks. Um, it was really good. It was really enjoyable to be out with her plodding along beside me. You could um, you could get a sense of how she was perceiving the world because dogs are dogs are not exactly subtle in their emotions and interests. And as she was trotting along, turning her head this way and that, sniffing for food and looking up into the wind and taking in what was around her, it was nice to think about how she was experiencing everything. It was nice to get a sense of stepping into her perspective because she was able to perceive a world that was full of interesting people who liked liked to be kind to her after she overcame her fear of strangers she would happily approach pretty much anyone and um lean in for cuddles, leaving a, a trail of white hairs all over their clothes, and often would uh, shamelessly stick her nose into their, into their pockets in case there were treats hiding within. She was just the right height to sniff at the pockets of people. She got rewarded often enough that um, she thought that that was entirely appropriate behaviour. <laughs> And people loved May. People really responded well to her because she was a very gentle dog. She was very still and calm and she was the kind of dog that people who are a bit worried about dogs can feel safe with and can grow to love. And she she performed that trick a few times over her life. She was very silly, as all dogs are, but mostly she was just very good company. She was my constant companion, all day, every day at my side, stretching out and moving into the best sunspot and asking to be let outside to wander around in the garden for a bit before coming back in. paying very close attention at dinner time. As she got older, she got uh, less obedient, more convinced that the food on our plates was actually something that we would probably want to share with her. And so she would uh, take a lot of persuading to get her back onto her mat instead of sticking her nose right up to the edge of our plates whenever we were eating. same on our walks off lead she would catch a scent and would go bounding off to where she would find uh, 
um, treats and treasures. It's only when you go walking with dogs that you realize quite how much abandoned bread you can find around the place. There's a lot of bread just on the ground and she loved seeking out the bread. She was very good at it. She had an amazing nose. Her favorite game was um, hiding a treat from her. You'd put her outside the living room and get her to sit and close the door and she knew the game she knew the hiding game she'd get all excited she'd sit very still and then you'd hide a treat somewhere in the room and open the door and she'd come hurrying in and sniff 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 everywhere looking for that treat and that was that was always enjoyable to watch her doing that simple task because she was so heavily invested in finding it it was nice to have found something that she enjoyed One of the great things about companion animals is that relationship that you have with them and part of the care that you have is wanting them to have a rich life, wanting them to have good experiences and wanting them to be entertained. And um, when we found out that that was something that May really enjoyed doing, we we did it a lot because it feels good to, to share that kind of joy. Ah, she is a funny dog. She was 12. 12 years old for an English pointer is old. It's not really old. We, we have other English pointer owning friends. Their pointers are older than that. I think one, one is 15 that we know. So she could have had a few more years left in her and she was still fighting fit. Um, She went on a big walk up a hill the day before the um, turn happened in her life. And um, there was was a tumour inside her that had been there for some time and it um, started an internal bleed that she felt. And as soon as that happened we knew something was wrong she just became very still very calm and lay down and over the next few days we investigated and the vets investigated and um the uh explanations bounced around the place it was a bit mysterious what was going on um but it all got to be a bit too much for her and she slipped away late one evening, three days to the minute almost from when that first um, internal bleed had happened. It had been a, a peaceful time for her, which gives me a lot of comfort. She'd been calm, she hadn't been in any pain, and... Um, she wasn't with us at the end. She was in the care of, of uh, vets, but they were really looking after her and they obviously really, really um, wanted her to be safe and warm. I've got so, so much respect for um, people who work in veterinary care. It's, uh, it must be an emotionally intense job. 
Um, but everyone that we've interacted with over the course of May's entire life has, has just been amazing. And um, that was the case here. So we know that May was okay at the end. And we're okay at the end, I guess. Um, there were a lot of tears. I've, I've cried a lot. And I'm probably going to keep crying a lot. Because when you have a dog, um, and you take that dog walking all the time, your world is, is saturated with the presence of that dog. And uh, in a sense that's literal because uh, May was a big shedder, so our carpet is probably a good 40% um, white dog hairs deeply worked into the into the weave and um, those little reminders are all through our house and our car and on our on our clothes and we'll be finding them for the rest of our lives I expect that we're turning up but also all the streets around our house every single street is a street that I've walked down with May every house that we go past this one that may is sniffed at in case it had a, another dog inside it or some bread um, every pathway is just going to remind me of her and that's good i want to be reminded of her she certainly changed my life She made me more, more patient. She made me happy. The last couple of years as an old dog, she would probably most nights wake me up in the middle of the night, do a little scratch on the door. Sometimes she needed to do a toilet stop outside. Sometimes she just seemed to want to check that things were okay and then would go right back to bed and I never really minded her getting me up in the night it was nice to look after her when she needed it she was she was part of our family she was the best she was the best dog in the world. All dogs are. I love you, May. I'm going to hold you close forever. Um, so that was that tweet. It was a good tweet, that one. That's uh, going to be my my tweet of the week. 
Um, don't know when the next episode of Morg Reads His Own Tweets Out Loud is going to be. Might be next week, or I might, I might skip a week or two. You'll just have to wait and see. Thanks for listening. Cuddle your pets. And be kind. And, you know, keep your eyes out when you're walking for, for bread and chicken bones. There's always a lot of chicken bones. <laughs>